Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Thanks for joining us for On The Pace on this Thursday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. We're on the countdown to a three group one meeting on Saturday night out of Menangle. In fact, an 11 race card with those three group ones included. So we'll discuss that very shortly, but just to I guess to go backwards to last night where we had Bathurst racing in their regular time slot. Matt Rue had a great night at the office. He drove a treble and trained a double. Bernie and Doug Hewitt also combined for a double. Also our guest on yesterday morning show, Doug. He's had a good start to his driving week with two winners there last night at Bathurst, of course, and he'll drive Rip on Saturday night amongst a few other drives at Albion Park in the rising sun. Yesterday we had a trialling session at Menangle that track is really holding up remarkably well considering the weather that has been about in the last seven days so the trial session proceeded and steno she was able to clock 151 and 8 looking to do it fairly well within herself as well in the first trial of the morning so she'll head north she now targets the southeast oaks next saturday night ahead of the group one queensland oaks in a fortnight's time so steno is heading north for cam ross and jack calligan she looks right on target as well that rising sun market open with tab uh, ladies in red it's still your favorite at 260 beyond delight her stable mate 460 leap to fame seven dollars better eclipse 750 and rip at eight dollars so that's how the market looks you can check that out on your tab app or the tab website Ricky Alcham, well, I'm sure that he probably would have liked to be in Queensland this weekend with Captain Crusader, one of his stable runners, heading around in the rising sun. But with last week's meeting abandoned and those group ones moving to this Saturday night, he's going to keep the home fires burning. And he has two key group one chances there on Saturday evening in the form of What's Up Majestic and Tough Love in the four and five-year-old division and the three-year-old division respectively. And Tough Monarch also makes his racetrack return this Saturday night. So plenty to discuss with Ricky and he joins us this morning here on On The Pace. Thanks for your time, Ricky. How are you? Good, thanks, Brittany. And how's the weather? That might be the, the most important question at this point in time. Yeah, look, things are still very wet, but the, the sun's just managed to poke through this morning and, yeah, things are starting to dry out a little bit. But, yeah, it's been a tough week. No doubt. Well, hopefully Saturday night uh, there can be some reward for effort with a few key chances. Let's discuss them first up. And uh, first things first, What's Up Majestic will go around in the seventh race. He returns from a Queensland campaign. I guess you always knew you were going to draw where you have out wide, but uh, the horses in this field are, are runners that he's contested many feature races against particularly on advice he's come up nice and short do you expect him to be winning this group one on saturday night oh look um you know no, no group one's easy to win brit but um he sort of i lost my way with him a little bit in queensland he, he went up there and he you know, his first couple of runs were really well um and then he just sort of went off the boil a little bit but we, we backed off him while he was up there and he trialed really good at albion park before he come home and then he trialled here at Menangle, um, and his trial was really good. And I actually gave him a little private workout in between the races with Tough Monarch here on Tuesday. Um, and he felt tremendous, and, and he felt good again this morning. So, look, he, he'll be hard to beat, but none of these races are easy to win. So we had the trial 10 days ago now, or eight days ago now. It will be 10 days out from the race. And I guess the extra week under his belt, has that been a help, do you think, or a hindrance? Are you happy with another seven days to get him hopefully spot on? 
look, I, you know, you like to get these races over and done with, but I, I think particularly for him, I do think it was, um, you know, it, it has helped his preparation because he had an extra week to, to um, you know, get over the trip back from Brisbane and settle back in at home, and he, he's in a good frame of mind. But like, like you said, on advice, he's been racing well, and um, you know, there's nine other horses in the race we've got to beat from the outside draw, so um, it's never easy. But I'm really happy with where he's at. I did find the market intriguing from that perspective, particularly with On Advice. He's the fourth favourite in the race. Last time these two met was back in the uh, Foundation Series final going back to April, and it was over 2,300, so I guess it's under different circumstances. But on that occasion, he really gave your bloke something to think about. So uh, he's obviously going to be hard to beat, and the fact that he's drawn to your inside is an advantage to him as well. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, I think the horse has got a, a lot of talent, um, and Blake's done a super job with him. He was a little bit revy early, early days, and and did a few things wrong. But I think now that you know those issues seem to be ironed out with him, he's a lot more genuine of a racehorse. And you know, his runs have been good. He's really been taking the line, so he's clearly the horse to beat in the race. Race number nine is the three-year-old division, and. The Philly Tough Love, she'll go around as a very short price favourite here for another Group 1 this season. How is she? We haven't seen her for just over a month now since she was able to win her foundation final by an ever-widening margin. You haven't trialled her, so what's she been up to in the last five or six weeks? Yeah, look, after the foundation final, she just had like, uh, you know, five or six easy days and just went on the treadmill and walked for a little bit and, you know, we haven't she never went right out. She's been ticking along the whole time, and her work's been really good. Um, and you know, once again, these races—you know—it's not just a matter of turn, turning up and winning. Um, you've still got to perform at your best, and she'll need to do that to win again on Saturday night. But I'm really happy with her. Safely through Saturday night. What does the rest of her year look like? Will this wrap up this preparation, so to speak, or is there a few other races that you have in mind with her? No, look, it will wrap up the preparation for a little while. Um, you know, the, the season's sort of drawn out a little bit with the Foundation Series here going for so long um, in New South Wales. Um, so she has been up for a while. She'll, she'll have a little rest and then she'll head to Melbourne for the Need for Speed and the Breeders' Crown later in the year. Just having a look at her rating, she's a national rating of 89 now. You would hope that she can win on Saturday night and that'll bump it up a, a little higher it's not easy for these dominant young horses, is it? Because next year is probably going to be pretty tough on her. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's, I've looked at this um, throughout, you know, when I've sort of been picking races for her. And, you know, it is tough on these better horses once they do turn four. But, you know, I think win them when you can. Next year as a four-year-old, you know, she, she'll nearly be a free-for-all mare. Um, so we can probably pick and choose our races a bit more there with her. Um, you know, spacer runs out a little bit and, you know, going forward I'm not sure what the future lies for her as far as her racing career, I think she's got a, a very bright future as a broodmare um, whether we retire her early after a four-year-old career or, or let her build again as she gets to five um, we'll jump that hurdle when we come to it you know, the improvement that she's shown from two to three, if she keeps taking those big steps up, then uh, she could be in for a very fruitful career still to come. And the old boy's back, Tough Monarch. It must always be exciting when you can get this fella back to the races. We haven't seen him uh, since he was midfield in the Group 1 mile race on Miracle Mile Night, but his trial looked sharp there a few weeks ago. And 
as he always is. He'll be popular in the market on Saturday night and, and deservedly so. He returns at the mile. Yeah, um, he's back and he's working up really well, Britt. Like you say, uh, I love having him in the stable here. and You know, he's a horse that, you know, sentimentally will probably never be replaced with me. He's done so much for me. Um, but, yeah, he, he seems to be working up really good. He's happy, he's healthy, he's feeling a million dollars. Ideally, I would have liked to have raced him last week um, to just have a run under his belt before he get, does go to Queensland for the feature races. But he, he'll be stepping out and he'll, he'll run a really cracking race on Saturday night. So the next two Saturday nights after this, there are feature trot mobile races. So safely through this Saturday night, he'll head north again. Of course, he won that Group 1 last year. Yeah, look, I'd like to take him back to, um, you know, try and go back to back in the Queensland Cup. Um, he broke broke the track record up there last year in doing so, and yeah, that's been my my goal with him this year was to get him up there. If I was happy with him, and I, I am really happy with his work, um, if, if he shows me on Saturday night that he, he races well enough to go up, well, he'll definitely go up for those two races. Speaking of Saturday night, and in Queensland, you've got a, another strong team engage crunch time will go around blackhawk joe goes around earlier on in the night as well and you've managed to get captain crusader into the rising sun i'm sure the Laspinas will have been thrilled with that i know rosario grabbed me last week to, to get my opinion on whether he should get a run in the race that's step one you're there uh, and i guess it's just a, a big thrill for the whole team to have him in a race of this stature because i guess it's a race that everyone's talking about yeah, that's right. Um, you know, it's great to be part of the feature races. I mean, that, that's why that's why we do it. And you, you want horses to be in those races. Um, and, you know, he, he's been consistent at the top level right through his career. Um, he was an emergency in the race last year from memory. And we had crunch time in it, his brother. So, yeah, it's great to be part of it. And, um, you know, it's on their home soil up there. All the live in Brisbane and... You know, you, you've got to be in them to win them. Although he might be wide in the market, I feel the horse is still going well. And, you know, with a cosy run, he could pick up good money. The front line is so interesting. We've got the three-year-olds drawn down low, the favourite ladies in red in the middle, and then there's gate speed from barriers four through to seven. I heard Greg Sugars earlier this week discussing the fact that sometimes when there looks to be a lot of gate speed on paper, maybe it doesn't transpire because everybody's thinking the same thing. But could your guy be a, a sneaky fly in the ointment for a few early on? Because he's got extreme gate speed. Yeah, look, um, I haven't actually sat down and spoke tactics with um, Willis Beaners yet or, or with Will Rickson, who, who is going to drive Captain Crusader. But, yeah, I, I will agree with Greg Chuggers there. Sometimes you, you do think that there's a blistering front line and... Um, you know, no one fires off the arm. So, you know, I think his best best chance of earning money is probably to be, um, you know, in the top half of the field. But in doing so, you know, you don't want to be doing too much work. So, you know, we've elected to give Will Rickson the, the drive in this race. He, you know, he's been with me for about 10 months now. And I think, um, you know, it's hard for, for the juniors to get opportunities. So um, thanks to the Spinas for, for putting him on. And, you know, he'll make the right, right um, decisions when the time's right. How did the conversation with Will go? Because I saw him on Tuesday. He was pretty excited to, to have picked up the drive. And you know, there's a real young guns theme around the rising sun on Saturday night when it comes to drivers. This will be Will's biggest opportunity to date. So no doubt it was a nice conversation to have. Yeah, of course. And I mean, you know, obviously you want the, the best drivers on in the best races. Um, 
and that's just sort of how it is. But um, I'm also a believer of, you know, I was a junior once and, you know, it's, it's hard to get opportunities and it's hard to make it to the top. And Will, um, you know, he, he holds his own with the best drivers around and, um, yeah, we, we agreed to give Will the opportunity to drive him because he's been up there doing the early mornings. And, um, yeah, so hopefully the pressure doesn't get to him and he'll be fine. Well, some great chances on Saturday night in some big races and big opportunities for your stable but I guess a, a little closer to home in terms of today's racing you've got a, a runner at Redcliffe this afternoon for those listening in to on the pace this morning and they're wanting to, to find one to back a little later on in the day what's up Sunshine he's pretty short but he does look well placed in the ninth event at Redcliffe this afternoon yeah look he he's been racing very consistent up there in much stronger company and look on paper today um, you know, he, he does find a suitable race and he is short in the market but I would love to see him win um, for, for Ricky Hunt um, you know, he doesn't drive a lot up there he's a backbone of our, our stable and I think he's ran 6 or 7 seconds this winter up there he was beaten by a short half head again last night so, you know, I'd love to see him win for Rick um, and get a win for him he does look a great chance there. Race nine, number three this afternoon at Redcliffe. Appreciate your time this morning, Ricky. Here's hoping it's a super successful weekend and there's a couple of feature races amongst those runners that we discussed this morning. Best of luck. No worries. Thanks, Brittany. Ricky Elton there this morning. So three good chances on Saturday night at Menangle. Uh, tough Monarch returns, plus the two that are engaged in the Group 1s are short price favourites. And Captain Crusader gets his opportunity in the Aqua Construction's rising sun of $300,000. That's on the pace for this Thursday. Hopefully there's a winner amongst a few of those runners that we discussed this morning with Ricky and you can follow along as the weekend rolls. Uh, no doubt there's plenty of great racing to come and you can catch it all here on Sky Sports Radio or across the Sky Racing Network. Thanks for joining us and best of luck today at Tamworth and also Penrith. The first at Tamworth this afternoon gets underway at 1.37. Plenty of scratchings as you would expect from the wet weather uh, that certainly the Hunter and surrounding regions have experienced experienced over the last few days themselves and then Penrith tonight seven races the first at 614.